from insurance business. Here's your weekly global news roundup for November 14th to 18th, 2022. I'm Steve Randall. Specialty insurer Beasley has announced that it aims to raise around 456.5 million US dollars by selling new shares in the business, equivalent to a 10% stake. The insurer said it will raise funds to expand its cyber and specialty businesses. It will conduct the share placement through an accelerated book building process with JP Morgan and Numis as the joint book runners, according to Reuters. The announcement follows the release of Beasley's trading statement for the 9M period that ended September 30, 2022. Among the key highlights, it noted that its growth written premiums jumped by 22% in the period to 3.9 billion US dollars up from 3.3 billion last year however it recorded a mark to market investment loss of 289 million dollars or 3.6% year to date compared to an income of 99 million dollars or 1.4% last year Global broker WTW is supporting a newly announced initiative by the United Nations Children's Fund, UNICEF, to provide sustainable disaster and climate change protections geared to meet the needs of vulnerable children. UNICEF's Today and Tomorrow initiative will invest in climate resilience and anticipatory action for improved cyclone awareness in certain climate-vulnerable countries. This will be complemented by a rapid response to tropical cyclones financed by a pre-arranged parametric insurance policy designed by WTW. The policy is funded with support from the German and UK governments under the newly launched G7 V20 shield against climate risks. The programme is projected to provide at least $100 million of protection during its initial three-year period. It will focus on eight UNICEF host countries, all classified as least developed countries, and rank among the top 15 countries at risk from climate-related disasters or both. Children represent the majority impacted by disasters, according to the Anticipation Hub. Even so, the new initiative marks the first time that an ex-anti-climate disaster risk financing mechanism will specifically target children. WTW's parametric policy builds on the Child Cyclone Index, which captures children's exposure to tropical cyclones and related relief needs. It includes a minimum payment for smaller events of at least $50,000 to $150,000, varying by country, for any event with a wind speed of at least 39 miles per hour over land that is linked to impacts on children and young people. UNICEF and WTW conservatively estimate that the initiative will benefit 15 million vulnerable children and young people, as well as a large share of women. Business leaders who self-certify as feeling very prepared for an economic downturn are more likely to see risk as interconnected and have a greater appetite for it in the face of an anticipated recession. 61% of leaders responding to an Aon survey who said they felt very prepared for a recession agreed that risk is all interconnected versus 36% who said they were not very prepared. 62% of very prepared leaders also agreed that a good external advisor or consultant could aid them with making good decisions and dealing with risk while just 33% of self-certified, not-very-prepared leaders agreed. The survey found differences between how very-prepared-feeling leaders had sought to tackle any potential recessionary impact and the current risk environment compared to those who felt less prepared. Companies that did not feel very prepared were more likely to have delayed a capital investment at 54% compared to their very-prepared peers, of which 45% said their firm had taken such action. Aon surveyed 800 business leaders across the US, UK and European Union, and respondents represented companies with more than 500 employees. 79 percent of leaders surveyed by Aon said they expected a recession within the next year. Inflation, a financial crisis and energy supply were the top three risks that executives and leaders said their businesses were spending a great deal of time on, with cyber attacks falling from first to fourth place. Supply chain disruption rounded out the top five. 
Despite challenges during the period, US auto insurance shopping in the third quarter of 2022 saw an increase, a new report from LexisNexis has found. For Q3 2022, US auto insurance shopping saw a year-over-year increase of 1.2%, up from minus 2% in Q2 2022. This marks the first quarter-over-quarter growth since Q2 2021. It was noted that much of the Q3 2022 auto insurance shopping activity occurred in states where rate increases have been implemented, such as Florida. Georgia, Illinois and Texas in response to a surge in claims costs that began during the second half of 2021. LexisNexis made two notable observations for the quarter. Consumers are shopping more carriers and those shopping are increasingly likely to buy a new policy. Many Canadians support climate adaptation and want to see governments taking more action to protect the country from worsening natural disasters, a new poll commissioned by the Insurance Bureau of Canada has found. When asked if Canada's federal and provincial governments are doing a good job in managing and responding to natural disasters, 54% of respondents said they approve of the work done, but just 40% believe governments are doing enough to adapt to climate change. Adaptation appears to be a primary concern among Canadians. Some 76% of respondents believe that setting immediate targets for adaptation Adapting to climate change within the next five years should be a priority for the government. 52% of that number additionally indicating that it should be a major or top priority. Canadians generally also want governments to provide additional investments for resilience. About 83% of respondents support governments investing in improving community infrastructure against flooding, while 68% support governments providing financial assistance to homeowners for relocation if they live in high-risk flood zones. Banking and insurance giants ANZ, Westpac and the Commonwealth Bank of Australia will compensate up to one million customers in Australia after a massive class action lawsuit reached judgment. This week, law firm Slater and Gordon reached 126 million Australian dollars in settlements with the three banks to compensate their customers for consumer credit insurance they were sold while taking out credit cards and personal loans. According to Seven News, the law firm stated that many customers who were sold consumer credit insurance were unlikely to or may have been ineligible to make a claim due to unemployment or pre-existing health conditions or disabilities when they purchase the coverage. Additionally, some customers never consented to buy the insurance policy, while others were not informed that they would be charged for it. The agreement, still subject to court approval, means affected CBA customers will receive a share in the $50 million compensation from the bank and its insurer Colonial Mutual Life Assurance Society Limited. Meanwhile, ANZ and insurers OnePath Life, OnePath General Insurance, Zurich and QBE agreed to pay out $47 million and Westpac and insurers Westpac Life Insurance and Westpac General Insurance agreed to $29 million in settlement. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.